Hi, thanks so much for tuning in. This is Madison Ford from OutdoorsExplored.com. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about how to make going outside a habit. I was inspired by the new year. It's officially 2020 and I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and New Year's intentions and how habits are formed and thought that I would give you guys a little bit of you know, a few ideas about how to make going outside a habit, no matter what type of lifestyle you live, how comfortable you are getting outside or how busy you are. So let's jump right into it. Being a better you starts with feeling anchored and clear-minded, and studies show that we can get this clarity from spending time outdoors. This is why it's so important to carve time out of your schedule for this type of self-care. Considering that only half of us keep a day-to-day calendar, I am not expecting that anybody is going to go out and purchase one and log all of your hikes throughout the year and actually go out and do them on those days. But it can be important to consider scheduling time for getting outdoors. You know, we will never, ever have free time where we just happen to have an available weekend of nothing to do and maybe we should just go on a hike. That rarely will roll around. So don't put pressure on yourself to get outside when you have time because you never will have time. You're going to have to make this time by scheduling it out or at least choosing a day that you want to dedicate to getting outdoors and that way you are able to mentally prepare for it. Um, You're able to plan that accordingly with other people and you hold yourself accountable. Another tip is to move after dinner, and this is something that I am so guilty of not doing (laughs) because once I eat dinner, I just want to settle into the couch and, you know, especially during the cold months when the dark falls really early, I just want to lay on my couch and cuddle up and watch some Netflix, um, which usually this results in me doing that until about 8 p.m., you know, for a few hours after work and then realizing it's only 8 p.m., And I've been watching TV for three hours straight. So I think that it's just important to get outside. I always remind myself of Newton's first law of motion. Things in motion tend to stay in motion, while things at rest tend to stay at rest. My mother-in-law gave me this golden nugget a few years ago, and I'm constantly reminded of it. Uh, in so many different areas of my life, that the hardest part is actually changing that that's the part that takes energy. And then it's easy. You often find that when you just get up and walk around your neighborhood or go out to a park or do something active, you never regret doing it. You always feel glad that you did. It's just hard to talk yourself into it. I read an article by Megan Rabbit from prevention.com and she actually did a great job at explaining her experience with moving after dinner. She said that she went on a quick walk just about 15 minutes after dinner every single night, and she noticed so many health benefits for her physical health, her mental health. She stopped drinking so much wine, (laughs) actually slept better, and had a healthier digestion. So I just encourage everybody, even though it's really rough and sometimes it's cold, um, put on a hat, put a jacket on. Um, this is also to remind myself and kind of pep talk myself a little bit, but, um, it's always worth it to get outdoors. And it especially is worth it after dinner when you're feeling kind of slumped, you'll go to bed feeling just so much better after getting active. Being someone who works nine to five every weekday, 
I have always been one to think that getting outdoors was usually something that I did on the weekdays after dinner or on the weekends. And that's that. This year, I actually had a partner from a business that works with mine um, ask to go on a walking meeting, a walk and talk, as she liked to call it. Um, And I was kind of uh, weirded out at first, like, how are we supposed to get anything done um, just by talking and walking together? But I actually was very inspired by kind of switching up my environment and moving while I was able to talk. Of course, this works best for afternoons when it's a little bit warmer and you're a little bit woken up, um, usually after lunch. And it's usually good for brainstorming meetings. Of course, you're not going to sit down and try to break down a bunch of data and go over budgets while you're walking. This is more of something that you don't necessarily need to take notes on until you're back, but more of high-level brainstorming uh, ideas for you to get creative. I found this article by The Good Life Project, which is my favorite podcast of all time. And um, they actually published a piece with the podcast asking the question, is creativity tied to your biological clock? It was a really interesting study. And basically, they found that scheduling your day around the way your mind works best by doing your analytical work in the morning and your more creative projects in the afternoon increases your productivity in general. Um, it was really interesting to be able to adopt this to my life. And I think that it goes hand in hand with walking meetings as we can kind of implement this new way of walking and talking and brainstorming into our afternoons when we're already feeling a little tired um, and we need that pick me up. Another way that we can get outdoors without really even thinking about it and just make it a habit is to start a garden or at least start landscaping. Um, You don't need to be out in the mountains, you know, summiting all of these hikes to be able to get outdoors. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back. You know, they think I'm not an outdoorsy person um, or I don't like nature, you know, but this can be a way cleaning up your yard or starting a garden. This can be a simple way to spend time outside without leaving your comfort zone, you know, without leaving your safety. It can be a natural next step for someone who prefers to stay inside And you might be surprised, you know, maybe your next step is going to a park or doing a little loop in your neighborhood. Um, This is a good way to just start making it a habit. Um, It also gets you active. It gets great fresh air to your lungs. Um, And I think that it also helps just that productivity and that excitement for life when you get to come home to a project that you're able to get your hands in and get excited about. Now that you have a few ideas, let's go into 2020 with an open mind and eager intention to spend more time outdoors. Join me in taking this intention seriously, planning it, and actually executing it. You can read more on these types of ideas on my blog at outdoors-explored.com. I talk about exploring the outdoors in general, the Pacific Northwest, and also exploring how the outdoors helps connect us to ourselves, to other people, and to the human experience in general. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening again, and have a happy new year.